man. Bro. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. My phone was doing some weird stuff, so. Miss Vicky, sea salt and vinegar, kettle chips. No, bussin. You lost me a kettle chip. Hmm? I don't like kettle chips. What? I said what I said. They're mm-hmm. too hard. Why would you make a chip that crunchy? Get your brittle soup. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is under the radar. I'm your co-host. Mac, I'm joining. Old on me. Who's getting old on me? Because he said the chips is. T- Lord have mercy. I'm joined by my lead AF. <laughs> Opening remarks. Salutations. And you can you can say what you want, but I mean. Nothing lasts forever, including teeth. So I don't want to waste my good years on no. <laughs> Bro, cut it out. Nah, <laughs> not wasting my good tooth years on no hard ass shit. I've never heard nobody say that though. Like, them shit's too hard. Bro, it sounds like you're chewing on concrete over there, like. They can't even put them in regular bags. If you if you notice, kettle chip bags are thicker, and they got silver lining on the inside of them. I know you're like, all chip bags got silver. No, this shit is like sunlight reflective. They don't want them bitches no, cooking no, no, no more. I'm not arguing with you because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they can't afford to have them cooked no more. I mean, shit. Regular chips, you get more added chip. So, I'm cool. I don't the, the reason why is because they're like, these were the, the burnt chips that Lays was making, so fucking <laughs> fill up this bag and put on the chips. Like, everything's wrong with them motherfuckers. Hey, I'm cool with them, shit. Mm-hmm. I have no problem. <laughs> I have no problem with the kettle chips. Yeah. Hey, so let me shoot you a question, because, uh, man, last episode, like, I, we just got carried away, like, I can't even say we. I got carried away because I told the whole story of what happened and then the job situation and all that stuff. But um, what you listening to, bro? Uh, Corday. Okay. Yeah. So uh, it was a song that I heard on the radio, uh, and I I added it to my Apple joint so I can go back and listen to it. But I I really. I, I, I like Corday. Um, I really hope that he they take him seriously in this, uh, in this generation take him serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also noticed that he dropped the one MB or whatever. You say he did what? He dropped the YMB or whatever it was at, at the beginning of his name. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that was the whole situation in itself, too. Um, I mean, I ain't, I'm, I ain't sitting here like I know the full story, but I know that was the situation in itself. I don't, I don't think he needed them. I think they needed him. I would agree. Um, 
But like I said, I don't know the whole story. Yeah. What you listening to? Right now, <clears throat> I'm listening to uh Don Tolerary. Uh Life of Don. I think I may have said I was listening before, but I'm still listening to him. You know? Um it's a couple of tracks on there that really stand out to me. Uh, one of them is Double Standards. <clears throat> and it's out, bro, it's like, I was riding from New Lenox, I think it was. And I'm talking about it was just a nice day. Went so many cars on the road and stuff. And I was playing that and just vibing. Excuse me. Bro, I'm talking about super chill. Excuse me. Some hard ass chips. They don't, your body don't know what to do with it. Bro, here you go. This <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with my chips. Because you out here with the brittle teeth, man. I'm good, bro. Your ass over there. So. I'm just gonna get straight into it. Um, <laughs> now a couple episodes. No, man. no, 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 no. You will not get straight into it. No, I'm, I'm structure it. 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 I want to structure it because you're trying to. No, mm. no. Nah, I'm I'm rearranging the topic list. No, <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> that one that's at the top, we got to get into that because that was supposed to be like. Wanted to close the topics for another episode, but I was like, uh, what uh, day spell sale girl said? He said it was just uh, too hot for TV. <laughs> That's what she was on. So, oh, well, you know what? You're right. I told you. This this on you, bro. Go ahead. You Yeah, you're going to try and change up the way that that. that. you playing oh, mental shit. gymnastics right now. That's what this, that's what this is. Mental gymnastics who? You, you trying to, but you you uh-huh. forget that I I'm I'm an Olympian at mental gymnastics. Huh, I just, I'm a mental terrorist. I'm not trying to be Olympian. Like <laughs> I'm not trying to win shit. Uh huh. You uh-huh. try you try to take over my episode. No, I wouldn't dare. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, we mentioned that nothing lasts forever. What what are some things that uh? That you <laughs> wish that they would bring back. Uh, it's a few things I wish they'd bring back. Um, old school Nickelodeon. Uh, I don't think it would be appreciated the same, bro. That's what makes it so fucking great, though. Like, bro, <clears throat> a lot of the stuff that we was watching as kids. The reason why it was as good as it was is because it was geared towards the whole family. And I say that because look at Rugrats. And Juan's always bring up the one episode where the uh, granddad had took them to the movie store. It was supposed to be like Blockbuster, right? He had got them like Indiana Jones or something and he low-key had written himself a porn. You know, Space Vixens from Jupiter or some shit like that. And you didn't really get it because it was one of them jokes that was like it's it wasn't meant for kids, but it wasn't distasteful and the parent to pick up on it and be like, oh okay, 
your granddaddy nasty. And so it's like they laughing at that, and kid might be like, well, "What you laughing at? Don't worry about it." So yeah, because it, it, there's a lot of stuff that you watch it now, and it's like, man, I'm. I still get the episode for what it was, but I see so many different things yeah. that was put there. So most definitely that um man, make Saturday mornings a thing again. Period. Cause it's just like the whole vibe of a Saturday morning from when you was a kid to a teenager and everything else, it's just it's still Saturday. It's like, okay, it's the weekend. But it ain't as special as it used to be. You know why it'll never be the same? Why is it Because the work takes over everybody. In fact, the scheduling is so hard. And most parents don't have the same days off. Everybody's in passing. So it's like, it's a lot going on. Yeah. But, bro, that shit's so whack, though, man, because... I just remember, like, on when when it was a Saturday, you knew for a fact it something interesting was finna happen. Like Sunday was always the day for us. Like we just gonna chill and kick it, you know. It's like go to church because you was being forced to go to church, <laughs> and it's like after that you come home, you kick it, and get ready for school the next day. And it's like, man, it's just like, ugh. I got to work Saturday. Yeah. But I don't technically. Well, I'm just saying, like. I, don't know. I just wish they would, like, have. The world has become so much of a corporation, or at least our world, because I can't speak for the entire world, because I don't, I don't know what's happening in other countries. But our our country has become so such of a corporation that they don't actually care about people anymore. So they're not making the products to last. They're not catering to the the average man or woman. Like they're literally, how can I make this person spend more money so I can get more money? Yeah. I wish they would bring back those that whole vibe of you know. Um, Good service, like, and I'm not saying that there's there's bad service out there, but people are really greedy. You saying it ain't what it used to be, right? It's definitely not, you know. Uh, man, just it, it, you can name anything, and I could tell you how it used to be good, and now it sucks because somebody up top wants more money out of it. Take the movies, for example. You used to go to the movies with $10 and get your ticket and be able to get some candy or popcorn. Not both, though. But $10 will get you into the movies and then a snack at the movies. You spend $10 on just the popcorn. Shit, the popcorn. Hey, you got to buy the ticket for you buy the popcorn. But I'm saying, and, and that's why I said the popcorn, because the ticket probably in between, uh, well, unless you're going to matinees, we ain't been obviously COVID. It was like forty dollars for tickets. Just about, man. It's like why? Why the the, the product didn't change? It's still a, a two-hour movie. What what made it 
jump from what it was to where it's at. Like I, bro, man. the economy. It's it's all about the dollar. Why? I say that because it's like it's one of the things where it looked like when something happened, you're gonna pay for it eventually down the line somewhere. And in this situation, even before COVID had hit, it's just because People didn't care too much about going to the movies. You know, it's like, why go to the, for the longest, it's like, why go to the movies? See, we're going to go ahead and go jailbreak these uh, fire sticks or these Roku's or whatever. And we finna watch everything because we're going to pirate it. So, I mean, that was like a big thing when folks was losing all their money and stuff. And I guess they pretty much, they trying to say like, you're going to pay for the ambiance of the movie. You're gonna pay for being in the theater. Cause now it's like, you know, all the theaters are upgraded to recliner seats and all this other stuff. And then before I remember before it wasn't, you know, oh, you can pick a seat, people gonna sit. Nah, it's like you first come, first serve, you go over there with them seats at. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you can sit together with your group. Otherwise, it's like, hey, we finna go to the front. And that was the worst part to go to. You can't see nothing. And your neck and head gonna hurt by the time you don't have to move. But, I mean Yeah, you're definitely right. It's it's a lot, bro. It's just like even with like phones and stuff. Before everybody had a cell phone, the only way you can get in contact with people is like word of mouth. And I think that's what made people like really rock with each other. Because Excuse me, or to talk to that person or to see that person, you have to actually go to go see that person. Nowadays, you got FaceTime and Duo and all the other uh, apps and stuff that use video chatting. And it's like, it just ain't personal no more like it used to be. But that's that's anything, though. So, like, look at uh, in general, like, well, I don't want to do that because it's going to tie into another topic that I didn't want to place in this order because you don't run my life or my episode. Yeah, you be acting like I'm just like the parent that you is just rebelling against. Like, what did I do to you? So, anyway, I'm going to tie into the next, next thing, even though I don't want to this early. But look at social media. So, uh, that takes away the in-person in-person portion of getting to know people uh, and games, you know, all of that stuff because you're doing it online. None, none of it is in person or very little of it is in person anymore. And so the way that we grew up, it ain't going to be the way that our kids grew up. Well, and it sucks because it's, it's literally like people don't know how to actually talk to people because they're so used to, oh, I can just type it up and put it on their wall or Put it well, in you got people who rather text than talk. You literally I mean, have texting is convenient. So I mean, the first time I came across this, I was like, "Well, wow. like okay." Uh, <laughs> so most of that is just obsolete now. Like you remember when we was coming up? It's like it, I remember somebody made a meme of it. It was like, you can always tell what house was jumping because it was always like a bunch of fucking bikes parked out in front of their crib. Yep. 
and it was like I remember them days. I do. You know, I, I genuinely think we grew up in the sweet spot. But you know, if if we ask our our parents or our grandparents, they probably say they grew up in this well, not in manner with her being ninety. She she grew up in some fucked up times. <laughs> wow, I knew this thing was gonna do that. <laughs> I knew he was gonna do that. Wait, <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. And she came from Mississippi. She got it good down there, boy. Boy, so but the whole thing is this though. It's like we missed out on the civil rights movement. Do you now the way that you worded that you make it seem like like you wanted to be there? I didn't even say that. First of all, we missed out personally. I'm not built for none of that shit. None of the shit that we ain't had to do in black history. I'm not built for none of that. I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like I'm I'm with it. Smart brother, what y'all need from me? I couldn't be on the front lines for none of that. Like civil rights movement. They was out here getting fucked up, bro. Like, for real, for real. And the whole thing was, it's like, they ain't fight back because they was just trying to prove their point. What? And it's like, okay. Today, I would say I grew up very privileged. And so, of course, now, we, you know, how I grew up and everything else, I can say, well, I wouldn't have did that, da, da, da. But different times, different mindset. You know, it's just like, and then it's in hindsight, hindsight 22, you know, you, it's always well, 22, 32, 50, whatever, 2020. That's what it is. You know? Yeah. There's 22, nigga. You blind. Then a motherfucker. <laughs> but the whole thing is, it's like, it's, it's always a shoulda, coulda, woulda, but it's like, you weren't there. So you would have did shit. So cut it. Cause you know, it's a whole bunch I'll beat their ass. Then you would have got lynched. Yeah. So yeah. But it makes me think about have you seen the movie A Bug's Life? Yes, I have. I only have to ask that only because I know that we we probably have some viewers that I said viewers, listeners that have not viewed. <laughs> if you look up the picture, you are technically let me let me quit. Go ahead. So so but it, it makes me think that like there's one scene in there where the grasshoppers are talking amongst themselves about how if the ants ever figured out that it's more of them than it is of them, like grasshoppers, that, and, and that they actually stood up to them, there will be a different ball game. Like, they knew that they would get messed up. And it just makes me think about that. Like, man, you're absolutely right that the fact that if, if they did, they'd get wrenched and whatnot. But it just man, it, like you said, different time. Looking looking at it now, again, we looking at this like like I said, bro. It's it was so many people. It's like this. The records indicate that you know certain people stood up and other people was victims of certain shit. But bro, it's so many people who stood up and wanted to do shit, and they is located in an unmarked grave somewhere. Yeah, but it's also. No a nation that has not been inhabited or in contact with the outside world for multiple decades because they kill on sight. 
Yeah. You know, and it, it's like they they still running around with spears and all of that, but they they protecting this whole island. And it's like they 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 saw early on, like yeah, some people ruin everything. I'm still not ready to get to that yet, but I'm teasing at it. <laughs> oh man. <coughs> It's funny just because I know exactly what the fuck that shit means. Yeah. So, this is my episode. I'm going to structure it the way I want to. Hey! hey. Don't don't bite my head off, brother. I'm, I'm with you. Oh, also, just to let you know, um, when you hit me with the old man quip the other day, talking about there's too much dip on your chip, bro, I have been using that shit on a daily now. <laughs> I man, I I hit baby girl later the other day. She said, "What?" <laughs> I said, "She she asked me something." And I I oh, man, I just channeled my hold on, that's too much dip on your chest. What? I had to pull the glasses. Then I said, "Boy, I'm about to go buy me some suspenders just so I can pop some money." I say that shit, like. <laughs> Like the hell with a belt. I'm gonna give you some suspenders. Hey, they actually work well. Now you know I in Well the, mine the, didn't. You know, the one pair that I did have. Uh, that, was, that was the day of your wedding where your mama Jimmy rigged the motherfucker. Boy, she had them damn pants so far in my ass, bro. I was like, this is uncomfortable as hell. But she made bro. it work though. Oh I am not taking nothing, Miss D. She damn sure made it work. And was talking about my ass the whole time when she was fixing the too. Yeah, that sounds like my mama. Yes, sir. I was like, Miss D, I ain't come here for this. I, I just, I did not know that my pants was gonna have a malfunction. So, so <laughs> along those lines, what are some things that you wish you knew? Wait a minute. Oh, because I Let wish me- I knew the motherfucking pants was gonna mess up. I'd have had a backup plan. Let me see how I want to word this. Uh, what are some things do I want to say when you were young? Uh, I don't know. So, things that you wish you knew sooner. Uh, such as what, just in life period? Yeah, so like, like personally, if I, if if I could go back, I wouldn't change anything about my high school years except for the way my recruitment process happened. Like, I wish I would have known that part now, like know what I know now back then. Okay. So if I can go back and change something? Not not if you could go back and change, but what if you had the knowledge of whatever situation that you have now, but you can apply it to a past situation. Um, so like I said, me personally, I wouldn't do anything different. I, I would just change the way that I was recruited or marketed for recruitment. Uh, now, granted, it was, it's a different time now because obviously you could just YouTube or Instagram, do all of this little stuff to get looks, but I actually had to do VHS tapes and DVDs 
at in my senior year, but VHS tapes throughout. Like I wish I would have known that process better and shipped my like marketed myself as opposed to trying to wait for a coach to market me because um I officiated high school football for the past five years, six years, some five years in in Reno. So I now know that I was actually a lot better than what I thought I was. So in my senior year, I ended with like 144 tackles through nine games. That's a lot. Most people are averaging like when when I looked back at it, they weren't they weren't breaking 100 tackles in a in a high school year and i had 144 it's like i should have been recognized as one of the top players in the state which i was in the paper but i didn't get the recognition because of coaches you know they didn't ship me like market me the way that that i should have been marketed or that i know i could have been marketed now so i wish i would have known that sooner Mm. rather than you get it now Okay, uh, along those lines. Mm. What information could you have benefited from if you knew it earlier in life? There we go. I like that. Okay. Uh, One thing, uh, if I would have had the information of knowing what the hell credit and stuff was earlier in life, uh, that would have really helped out a bunch. Um, but who did we have to teach us that though? My point exactly. Um, because I mean, like when, when I look at it, like my mom and I always talk about you know saving your money and doing this and doing that. But it's just like how I, I like it's cool you saying save my money, but then it's like if I got a paycheck that's only this much and I got to pay for this, 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 like you get hit with a lot of shit. And, yeah. you know, folks be like, oh, man, you know, I can't wait to grow up to do this. No, my G, stay a kid as long as you fucking can. Like, it's going to come. Because when it do come, you can't go back. No take backsies. No take backsies. Like, you got to deal with this shit. <clears throat> but, um, I wish... And it's like it's something I'm working towards now, but it's I really wish I would have kept pushing with my music and shit. And I only say that because, um, dude, I didn't sat in the room with some of the coolest people who actually was like good, like <coughs> who had great music. And I'm talking about outside of the people who, you know, I did music with. <clears throat> but just other people, like, sitting in their studios or a uh, prime example, I2K. i never forget when um, I was at his crib when we went out there to Eastern. And my mans was showing me how he did beats. And it's like, bro, I used to sit in this room. And it's like, only thing was in that mug was, like, the computer desk, the computer, his chair. And he just going at it, like finding different samples and flipping them and just doing a bunch of stuff with them. And it's like, bro, still do music and stuff. But it's like, I feel like I I missed out on a lot of stuff with that. And it's because I took the safe route, which was, well, I got to work. I need to do this and I need to do that. So 
Um, it's it's stuff that I'm working on now. Um, and I ain't even saying like you know I'm just working on music, but it's working on <clears throat> myself with uh, when something come around or an opportunity arises, just going with it like shit. Don't be whatever happened, happened. You know, it's like we tell folks all the time: the worst thing they can do is tell you no. Yeah. So, and you'll get a thousand no's before you get one yes, but the one yes, and that might be your entire work. life. Yeah, and I mean, and that's the whole thing is for me is getting out of my own way. You know, um, I sit down and I talk to different people uh, about music or about different stuff, and I ain't even gonna cap. I had a situation I was talking to one of my cousins about, and I was like, "Man, shit, crazy." Because uh, when I look at you know our show as opposed to other stuff, and it's like it's, you put it out there, and when you marketing and you talking to people, it's like you don't get no type of love, no type of like literally. I start up a page or whatever, and be like, "Yo." Hit me with questions. Hit me with whatever. I'm working on getting people on the show. And it's like when you don't get no type of feedback, that shit, it make you feel some type of way. You know? And especially because there's something that, you know, you want to grow. Something that you take pride in. Something that you feel that it's your project. And, I mean, a part of you is like, well, how could you not like it? But then another part of you is like, well, what is it that I can do to make it better? But when you're not getting, you know, you're not getting feedback or you're not hearing from nobody, it's like, well, damn. You know, like, what is it that is keeping y'all from voicing an opinion or anything else? So what I tried to do um, in this last go around, I just been sending it to a bunch of people. Like, and not even people who I usually rock with. Um, because it's like, even folks that I rock with, it's like, you don't really get no opinion or nothing. Um, I mean, you get, oh, it was a good show, or this, that, and the third. But it's like, okay, cool. Um, what you like about it? And then it's like, you can't tell me nothing because you probably didn't even listen to it. Hmm. But... I forget who I was listening to uh, just recently, but one of the lines that stuck out to me was, uh, oh, it, it probably was um, Rod Wave. And he was like, my friends, it, now, I, don't quote me because it, it might not have been, flipping through some stuff. Uh, but he was like, uh, I've never had a friend tell me, oh, no, it was Trap to Real. I've never had a friend tell me that I sucked, that my music wasn't good. Like the way this is, this is paraphrasing it, but obviously he's a lyricist, so he put it all together. But it was like, I ain't never had a friend that tell me uh, that I couldn't do what I was, what I wanted to do, that my, my raps were trash or whatever. Like all of that stuff was motivation from the people that doubted me. And, and that's actually what pushed me. The people that claimed they supported me, they gave me the fake love, you know, in my face. They didn't keep it. They didn't shoot it straight with me. They told me what they thought I wanted to hear. So that's along the same exact lines that you're saying is like, you know, they support you or claim to support you, but 
don't even take the hour to listen to the show or, you know, whatever it is that you're working on. And it's like, you could have just been honest with me and told me you ain't had a chance to check it out or, you know, you ain't got to gaslight me and tell me, oh, yeah, it's good. And then you ask me what I like about it and I can't tell you. Like, I mean, I'd rather somebody be like, bro, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I ain't listen to it or, man, you know, I'm looking at this an hour. That's kind of long for me. Something, you know. But <clears throat> I'm like this. Because uh, the last thing I want, I don't, like, even for the people that do listen and everything else, I don't want nobody to feel like I'm bitching. I'm just stating how, what I'm looking at. Because um, other than that, I'm very grateful to have my platform. Uh, shit, I'm grateful to be working on this and being 20 some episodes in. Yeah. So, and it's it's just been growing, you know. I looked at uh, the numbers or whatever else, and it's like it's 365 days in a year, so. I got like four hundred some plays, and so even with that, I'm hella grateful, hella happy, you know. So, yeah, I mean, you, how, how much does the looking at the view count and stuff like that? How much does that affect you? It doesn't. It's one of the things, it's like, uh, mm, how can I explain it? It's one of those things where it's cool to look at and to be like, damn, this how many spins, you know, the podcast I got. But at the same time, I would love to have more conversations with people about, you know, what did you hear? What did you like? What did you not like? And it's like the plays and stuff is cool, but I think I'm looking more towards interaction, uh, listener interaction. Yeah. <coughs> interaction and feedback. And so, I think that'll come with, uh, with the consistency. Um, yeah. And, and that's the that's the other thing too, you know. It's like a double edged sword, cause, bro, when we stopped, <laughs> it was like we killed the we killed the momentum that we started off with. We really did. Um, but that was life getting in the way, and then shit went no way that we could have shot themselves. <laughs> no way. I'm working 16s, you working crazy hours, Blue working crazy hours. And it's like, he's still dealing with his family stuff. I'm dealing with my family stuff. At the time, you still dealing with your family, living states away from you. So. Yeah, life's a struggle. You know, and it's it's crazy because through it all, it's still like, looking back at it, you can, you we know what happened with it, but the general population would know. Um, And you mentioned it last time, last episode about how people run and put everything on social media and all of that stuff. Like, I I just think it's too much 
Social media has so much power over people's lives. It's ridiculous. And it's funny to me because I don't, I stopped using Facebook, the, the master of all social media, right around the time I had my son. And, you know, I, I used it sparsely before that anyway. But I don't know. I, I live a, a happy, carefree life. Like, I, you know, I, I don't have no drama or nothing like that. Um, and I, I definitely credit that to not being on Facebook or, you know, using social media that much. I I lurk on TikTok all day. Uh, I check my Snapchats uh, quite regularly. Like, I, those are about the only two that I use. I have an Instagram, but it's pretty much just because I needed to see a, an article that was only on Instagram, so I had to sign up. Yeah. Well, I'll be sending you all type stuff. I was like, man. <clears throat> this guy, he's just rude. He doesn't care. <laughs> it's not that I don't care, but it's on a platform that I don't <laughs> frequent. And it's crazy because I went back to watch some stuff and it was like, this this doesn't exist. I guess it was one of the, the reels. I, I don't know how Instagram works, oh, but it was one of the ones that disappears after a certain amount of time. Yeah. So it just come up blank and tell me that it's not there. I'm like, why would he send me something that's blank? That's dumb. Or why would he send me a private, somebody's private thing? And it's like, maybe it wasn't private when he sent it. Because it wasn't. <laughs> never, I, never, never. I don't I don't know because I'm not on it. I don't know. What do you think about the influence that social media has on people? I think that social media is turning people into fucking zombies. And I say that because it does not matter where you go, where you at, what you doing. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be people on their phones. Like, say for instance, at a restaurant. Nice setting. Y'all should be sitting there kicking it. Chilling. Having a good conversation, mugs on their phones. You will see a whole table. It'll be like six people at the table. Everybody on their phones. And it's like, what the fuck is you doing? You got people sitting right here with you. So it's like, fuck is you doing? People don't know how to talk to people anymore. And then it's like, I've always been like this. It's cool to take pictures <coughs> and stuff. Or, you know, take pictures of where you at, what you're doing. But, fam, don't post them to after you leave from where you was at. Because a lot of times when folks post up shit like that, it's like you an easy lick. If somebody, like, know you stayed or whatever, oh, okay, finna hit the crib. You in Puna Conta anyway. <laughs> how the hell you gonna know like, like just stupid stuff and it's like people post too much stuff like <clears throat> when people be going through stuff let's just say uh, relationship right everybody don't need to know every move that you and your spouse make or let's say you and your boyfriend or girlfriend get into it right a person and a significant other get into it Right. If you posting every time some shit happened with you and them, 
you already painting this person in, in a in a certain light. And then not only that, but then everybody know your fucking business. Yeah. So then you can't retort with, oh, y'all need to mind y'all business. Shit, we is. You telling us anything that y'all do. <laughs> your business is my business because exactly. it's entertainment. <laughs> Shit, you made it. <laughs> you made it my business to know what the fuck your business is. It's like, man. But I don't know. Like, I think Facebook is cool for keeping in touch with people. Um, if you notice, Facebook has tried to just. I do. I don't. I don't notice. Well, it's trying to do everything. Like they trying to be a gaming platform, uh, a dating platform. Uh, they got. You can make a group for pretty much anything. Matter of fact. Uh, Under the Radar is now officially a group on Facebook. So check us out. Wait a minute. Did you just plug yourself mm-hmm. on my episode? God damn. What you myself? Us, nigga? Yes, I did. But this is my episode. I don't give a damn. So. Hey, 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 hey. Because this is my episode. Hey, uh, go check us out on Facebook. Uh, wow. hit, the, hit the follow and subscribe <laughs> button for the notice. Um. You know, keep keep everything up to date. Uh, Bucci will be running that. I will never see it. So, yeah, <laughs> unless he specifically tells me to go look at something, don't it's check crazy. for me there. I added this man and I made him an admin, and it's like I did all that. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I did all that knowing that man is never gonna go on there. <laughs> you see, if you tell me, and this is this, my wife knows. She literally has to tell me, oh, it's this such and such is happening or so somebody tagged you in this post or whatever. And at that point, I'll go look at it or whatever. I don't know if I'm going to interact with it, but I, that's the only way I'm going to see it is if my wife tells me, hey, you need to go look at this. So if you told me to go look on it, then I would do it. But that's outside bad. of that, it's I'm not checking for it. <laughs> that's bad, bro. It's not bad. That's bad. Bro, I kid you not, if you go on my page right now, I think the last time that I physically changed something on there was like 2018. Mm. Well, I think once might have you beat. Possibly. I did I mean, I don't I don't think me and Wands is Facebook parents friends because I don't even think that like dude, I probably I Mike makes fun of me. Mr. Blue makes fun of me because he called me one day. I was like, "Hey, I need a phone number uh, that I used in 2012. I know you the type of person to save all of them." And I went back and ran him through seven numbers that I had saved. For him. Juan's probably has like five in my phone too. See, so I <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that Juan's has me beat. Anybody matter. that can't keep a phone number. They, they <laughs> it does not matter because I've only had one phone number forever. Yeah, your number is is one of probably three numbers that I have memorized, and it's because it's always been. I still got your your room <coughs> number uh, <laughs> memorized. What number? From from Indiana, your bedroom number, your oh, landline number, nigga. I mean, because it was easy to remember. All I'm saying is, if I get in trouble, I can I can recall your number, my wife's number, 
and that honestly might be it right about now. Like in a pinch, I could probably remember my dad's name. Let me see. Numbers that I can remember off the top of my head. Uh Sheree number, Mama number, Big My number. See, and I would have had my grandma's number, but when she sold her house in Chicago, she didn't transfer that number to her place out in Hopkins. So, so she got no number. Okay. Right. That's the only reason I don't know my grandma's number. Because, of course, they got landlines. <laughs> that number don't ever change. Uh, key, uh, yeah. Key number. I know that by heart. Shit, I'm trying to think of. That's sad. I'm I'm gonna forget your number now since you don't have mine memorized. I ain't gonna cap. <clears throat> I ain't got your number memorized, bro. I ain't got Shug number memorized. I ain't <laughs> the people that I talk to the most, I don't have y'all numbers memorized. Tragic. No, it ain't cause hell if I if I needed help, like immediate help, bro, you're gonna lose. Like Drop everything, come quick, Craig in trouble. And you know I will. Juan I know knows it too. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't bail people out from across the country. <laughs> well, I will never forget that night. That man, well, bro, that's, a, that's a different pod, podcast. <laughs> I ain't even in town, so we could probably saying, get him bro, on. Like, that's. He's to get them on. <laughs> Always been that friend indeed. I think, bro, he said he, he gonna try to um skate out maybe Tuesday. So, I was trying to get him doing the night. But, All you had to do was just light an L. He'd float through the air like the old cartoons used to. Bro, yeah, he took, he did an L, like, let me see, it was about three. About three or, three or four. And sat here talk for a while. And I started getting my. He was like, "Hey, bro. I mean, it ain't like how you, you know, folks like just crash on the couch for, for a couple of hours, and wake up and do it all over again." <coughs> the good old days. I know, man. What is rent? <laughs> rent. What is that? Mortgage. Man, well, man I, I thought life was hard when I had to deal with just a cell phone bill and gas. Like, I don't make enough money. I need to get three jobs. And that go back to your comment about like credit. Like, man, if somebody would have taken the time to explain that to us. You know, or just giving us the opportunity to know about that kind of stuff, you know, set us up for it. It's, it's crazy. I have a car um, that I, I don't use. I'm going to add Alpha as an authorized user by the time he's five. I mean, sure, why not? Because, I mean, that's that's a positive credit. And it's it, like I say, it's my fourth or fifth car. So it's one that I don't use. The balance is always low. Like, you know, it, it's basically like a, an emergency type joint anyway. But it's like, man, because I, <clears throat> my line, of, my, my credit is fine. Uh, credit history, 
the age of it all of the like my factors are good but the part that like the reason my credit typically shows is better than my wife's even though hers is better in retrospect <laughs> is because i have a the age of my credit is older than hers so that puts me in a different bracket on that stuff but it's just like all of those things that like make a difference in how they calculate it you couldn't tell me the five factors of, of it right now go See, you might as well hang that up talking to me, bro. <laughs> See, but I, I've gotten into it, and I know that stuff now. You know, <clears throat> I just had this conversation with my cousin. Like, credit is king, and it's the way that wealth is built. Like, you know, like, and you know, man. bro. So it, the fact that you said that it was an old, uh, older gentleman. I don't know if it was a TED talk or if it was just like an interview that they was having, but. He said, or well, the question that they posed to him was, why do you choose to only have credit cards and why don't you just get a debit card? And he was like, I wouldn't dare get a debit card. He was like, I never got a debit card. I never allowed any of my children to get a debit card. Excuse me. He said, the thing is, uh, I already spent somebody else's money. So that's why I use credit. And he was saying, like, you know, you still, yeah, I'm going to pay on it and everything else. He said, but when I get ready to do something, boom, it's right there on time. And I just make sure I cover my bill. And I was like, how the fuck did that sound? But then I'm thinking about it. I have a debit card. And it's been plenty of times where accounting went to the negative. Or you thinking you straight. And then something come out. And which puts your account in a negative. So now that's like you want a dollar over. Now they hit you with a $30 service charge and the fee. 35. Well, yeah, 35, my bad. But it's just like, what the hell? And it's like, I, I, that's one of the things I was like, well, maybe let me look into it and do some more research. But then it's like, shit, my credit's so fucked up to the point where it's like, well, I can't say it's fucked up. It was so fucked up. To the point where it's like, I don't qualify for nothing. I don't qualify to get a credit card. Except for the joints where it's like, yeah, you can get a credit card, put $200 down. But you should do that still. Because you do that. <clears throat> and that's my oldest line of credit, which is like now nine years and eight months or something like that. So basically 10 years old. Um, and my limit is definitely it transferred over into an actual credit card. And then my limit is, is it's great now, <laughs> but it started with $200 on it. Um, and you know, it, it does help build it. But I mean, you, you got to start somewhere and my credit was definitely messed up. Um, and a lot of it was student loans. The reason why it's, it's good now is because buying a house, you know, all of this adulting and stuff. It's like, man, I was the reason why we took an extra year to to buy a house was because of my credit. We had to get my credit in order in order to, you know, get it approved for a home loan. Well, um, I ain't even looking forward to that shit. You just said student loans, and it's like, they, talk, yeah. it, they was talking about they're going to start, uh, student loans going to kick in starting January. I ain't say January. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, cause I just asked Dion, cause I said the same thing. Like, I 
no lie, <laughs> the when it first started was great for me because I was still paying. Because I'm like, I I didn't trust him saying that I I just got my stuff out of default. I don't want to go back in. So I didn't trust him. So I paid for the first year. Uh, I was still paying even though we didn't have to. Uh, and apparently that stuff really helped out on my uh, tax returns. I'm finna be out here looking mad as hell, bro. Because I already know my shit. going be like, oh, man. I mean, it's it's there. You can definitely work with it. It's it's a lot to it that that'll benefit you once you get down, like get dig into it. I ain't saying that somebody ought to hack no computers again, but again, they missed me on the first go round. See, yeah. I'm not condoning hacking, but uh, credit is dumb anyway. Like whoever came up with it, it just was a means to suppress people. Because and this goes back to when we were talking about the boomers going to college for free and all of that stuff. Like they oh, are the same so people. Though they're the same people that that <laughs> got lines of credit based off of their parents saying, "Yeah, they'll pay it back." They didn't. It wasn't no credit back score back then. It was. Basically, having somebody vouch for you that you were going to pay it back, and they they issue a loan. But still, bro, that's a oh so whack. It is. It's dumb. But hey, like, I... it, it it even though it it is dumb, it's a part of the game that we are trying to catch up and play now. <laughs> I seen this. Uh... This this TikTok that was basically saying like credit only applies in the or credit st- scores only matter in the U.S. Uh, and I was like, what, really? And they were like, yeah, I ran up whatever the amount of debt it was, and then I moved back to Africa, and I don't get no bill collectors calling me in Africa. Don't know I owe the United States X amount of money. Like it doesn't matter over here. <laughs> like, that's crazy. <laughs> you thought you were gonna get me not today. How pissed would they be to find out that they charged the trip, the ticket to Africa on the card that they trying to get them to pay on? Like, I used you to escape you. <laughs> That's it. I just wait on you to get. I wait to get that approval notice so I can use this bitch to get on. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite genius. It is. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. What are we going to do today, Pinky? The same thing we do every day, brain. Trying to take over the world. Nigga, fuck you thought this was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On folding, we finna take over the world. Like, what? And because that's an excellent point, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it right there and not get into that topic that you really wanted me to press. See, you know it. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I wasn't gonna say it. I was gonna let it be. It's- Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Under the Radar. I'm your, oh, host, your co-host. Like, oh. <laughs> I, I, I I was not militant. This whole episode, I was only towards you. That's right. I can't wait to Millicent Mac come back now. See, I used to be like, man, he gonna be crazy. He gonna say something wild. Nah, fuck that. I want him back now. 
<laughs> maybe maybe next episode. It's but like on this is your topic. Yeah, and it still is. But it didn't fit this, it, it didn't fit in how it needed to. So we're gonna let it ride for another episode. A nice little ribbon on the top of it. Because they like nah. you said, they mess up everything. Hey, 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 hey. We'll get to it. On another episode of <laughs> We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh I'm your co-host, Mac, joined by Abucha. Any closing remarks? Okay, bro. You ain't gotta introduce us. You don't have to introduce yourself as a co-host. You the host. You hosted the show. No, I'm the co-host. You are the host. Nigga, that's because I'm always bringing it in. That makes me the host of the show. You the host of the show today. How you going to argue with me on my show? See? <laughs> uh, closing remarks. <laughs> uh, I would say don't take a good advantage or don't take advantage of something that's good. Don't do that for a fact. And also, just because you find your sweet spot in something, don't get comfortable. Like right now, that that, that just seems to be the, the theme of everything. Don't get comfortable. Because ain't nothing promise. And ain't nothing promise to be there for as long as you think it's going to be. So that's my closing remark. Don't get comfortable. Well, stay uncomfortable till next time. Yo, what's going on, fam? This your boy, Butcher, checking in. Um, if you enjoyed that episode, hit us up. We now have a Facebook page. So Facebook, Under the Radar, or you can look me up, Butcher, DM me, hit me with some questions, uh, things that y'all like for me to talk about on the show with Mac. Or if you want interested in being a guest, hit the line. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in. Catch you on the next episode. Steady pacing, mind racing, wilding out and senseless. College credit kids, the money train, we probably missed it. Promiscuous women loving the fact that we rebellious misfits. Now I'm in 3D on your PC, I don't want you to miss this. Next on your TV, rocking LB, sipping a cup of Swiss Miss. Cause I'm that same guy, you niggas thought that you could dismiss. Roll a sweet switch, right now I'm in my studio. Working on my vocals, going hard, bitch, you know that though. Hard, bitch, 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 Cause I'm the same guy you need